Hi, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Fanboy Podcast. I'm one half of your host, the Imosua one, Franco. And I am the other half of your host, Many Fresh, and that's fresh with a PH, because I have a PhD in keeping it fresh. How, how's it been, man? How's it been? It's been another it's month. Been, it's been going, man. It's, um, we're, we're rearing the end of September. We'll be going into October soon, and uh, I'm just, you know, looking forward to more movies and theaters, horror-related. This is oh, a yeah, fanboy sure. podcast, about, but uh, Black Adam will be, like, the next superhero film in October, so I'm also Yo, excited I mean, I'm that. excited for Black Adam. How long have they been working I'm on that movie? I'm so hyped for this film, bro. I, I think the... It's just so refreshing seeing CGI that actually looks good. Yep. She-Hulk, I'm talking about you. Um, she uh, hasn't been that bad though. <laughs> I haven't seen. But I I, I stopped. I don't blame. The, I don't though. blame the CGI anymore because of uh the way that the workers are overtreated and underpaid. So I I no longer say that the CGI is a problem. I have my other gripes, but that's outside of the CGI. Well, today we are reviewing 2003's Daredevil. It's the next one on the list. Before we get into that, we have the top six sinister list. <laughs> I always forget how to say it, but top six sinister list. Yes. And today was your six. pick, Manny. You it was. Tell what you picked? Yes. So I'm dumb, guys. And uh, <laughs> I had to be reminded of what I picked because I also forgot that it was my pick. But uh, thankfully, Franco has a good storage compartment in his head and he remembered this. But I said the top six fight scenes in all of, well, just hero history. It didn't have to be a Marvel film. It didn't even have to be a DC film. It could have been Scott Pilgrim. It could have been um, Kick-Ass. It could have been a fight scene that you saw in a hero movie that you're like, oh, well, this isn't really considered a hero movie. You could have been a Christian and been like, well, Bible Man has my favorite fight scenes. And I would have been okay with you picking that. So uh, that's what we're at on our Sinister Six list is the top six fight scenes in all of... I guess, in our shared universe history. Um, so do you want me to drop the first one, or would you like to start the round? I'll give you the honor since it was your pick. Okay, thank you so much. That's very kind of you. Uh, for my number six, I went with the first fight between Batman... Uh, I want to say, yeah, the first actual fight between Batman and Superman and Zack Snyder's Batman vs. Superman 2016. Uh, there's just, uh, something I really like about, it. the fight scene actually continues for a while, but, um, uh, are we, wait, is that really the first fight scene? Yeah, it is, because it continues forever. Oh my gosh. Scratch that. I just scratched that off my list. That's not my favorite fight scene. Sorry, guys. My mind just hit something else. The fight scene is still from Batman vs. Superman, but number six goes to the warehouse scene when Batman beats the absolute shit out of everybody in the damn warehouse. That is by far one of my favorite fight scenes. I've even seen it behind the scenes, and it still looks just as majestic. Um, that is such. That is like probably the most badass I've seen Batman in any film. Uh, not dogging on any of the actors who've played him, but I'm saying in general, that is my number six. I, I just completely scrapped the one I had in my head because that fight scene is is golden to me. That's my number six pick. The warehouse fight scene. By far one of the best. Batman is kick-ass in that, especially when you use the grappling gun to grab the crate, smashes it against the dude. Like, it's just... Oh, 
gosh, that fight scene is a fanboy stream. If you're a fan of Batman, that is that is a must fight. Even if you're not a fan of Batman and you just want to see a pretty kick-ass fight scene, go watch that. That is my number six pick. It's a good pick. I haven't seen Batman vs. Men since it came out. I remember uh, just not liking it because of the whole Martha situation. Why'd you say that? Why'd you say that name? How do you, how do you know? Say Martha! But uh, my number six, I'm going to take it out of the, Mar- uh, of the Marvel Universe, out of the DC Universe, and we're going to go to another universe back in 2010 into what some would call Canada. And uh, Scott Pilgrim versus G-Man from Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the last uh, fight scene, or I guess second to the last fight scene, because we had Scott Pilgrim versus Nega Scott that we never saw. But Scott Pilgrim versus G-Man, I think that whole fight scene all together was great. The sequence was great. Um, you know, Scott's running through it. He goes through um, the guards pretty much, like, hey, well, you know, say the password, whatever. And then they turn to coins and all that. It goes, uh, he loses, and then he, you know, gets the uh, one up or whatever. And then he goes back and gets the power of love. Or power, is it power of love? Or no, power so. of self respect. Was it? Oh, it's self respect? Yeah, I think it was sort of self respect. Because he was saying, I want to fight you for me. Mm. And then uh, he starts, you know, fighting like that. That whole sequence is great. Scott Pilgrim is like my, probably my favorite movie of all time. So as soon as you said that, I was like, that's going to be on the list. Whether it's number one, number six, I don't know. And I just you know, but I put on number six. I absolutely love Scott Pilgrim. Saw it when I was younger, when it first came out. Uh, and I was in high school. Had a friend who was like, you got to see this movie. And I was obsessed with The Expendables at the time. But he's like, no, go watch Scott Pilgrim after that. Saw it, fell in love with it, and then fell in love with it, I want to say back in 2018, when y'all brought it up again, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go sit down and watch it. And then I got hooked and went to search for as many Funko Pops, Scott Pilgrim, as I can. And I have a good collection now, thanks to you. Yeah, that, that movie's amazing. I remember watching it on, um, I uh, used to get burned DVDs illegally, or legally, illegally. And uh, we uh, had the burn DVD of it. Me and my sister nice. watched it when it first came out, and it was a... Um, we really enjoyed it, and then I think around 2014, 15, when I rewatched it, I'm like, this movie's fucking great. I got with Tiff in 2015, she loved it, I was like, this movie's even more great, and it's just, those are my first, like, uh, set of Funko Pops getting the Scott Pilgrim and Ronald Flowers. That's what got me nice. into, nice. more into Funko Pops, and took me down that rabbit hole. It's a scary rabbit hole to jump down, but it's super fun once you're inside. Um, yeah, and that was your number six. That was honestly a really good number six, man. Um, beautiful number six. Um, my number... My number five pick uh, goes to Captain America versus the Winter Soldier. The first time they fight with Black Widow is also in the fight scene. So you get, like, this really cool fight scene where they're running through the street. Um, it's just so badass. I've also seen, like, the behind-the-scenes with that fight scene. Captain America Winter Soldier is still a staple in one of my all-time favorite MCU films. I, I love that film with passion. Um, and just the, the first fight scene with the Winter Soldier cap and Black Widow is just so beautifully done. Because it's done in such a way that, like, he's not even in costume when it goes down. And it's just, like seen a street fight with you know steve rogers versus bucky barnes like it's just crazy especially the way that like 
he does these certain cool like tricks with his knife. Bucky does like in order to stab Cap, like he's dropping in one hand and then cashing in the other. It's just really freaking cool. Um, also saw the behind the scenes on that too. Uh, have have seen like the stuntman talk about how that scene went down. It's just great. It's honestly one of my favorite fight scenes. It goes in at number five uh, on my list. I love it. I love that film. If you have not seen Captain America: The Winter Soldier, gouge out your eyes because there's something seriously wrong with you. That's a good fight scene. Uh, we'll bring that up later mm-hmm. on even more. But number five mm-hmm. for me is from uh, DC, the Joker film with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, mm. The subway fight scene where he mm. people are, you know, um, he's laughing and they think he's laughing at him. And they start it's three guys ganging up on him pretty much. And um, yeah, that whole scene, he ends up shooting two of them and then runs down and gets the other one. Uh, it was really intense. Joker is probably my favorite DC film. Uh, that movie, just great. Uh, Joker 2, when that comes out, I will be watching it, but I don't know. I don't know if they can... Oh, yeah, Folly Ado. It's a musical. I don't, I don't even know. I don't I wanna, think they're going to themselves. I, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny, because, I mean, this is not on topic, but off topic. Uh, that whole scene, the subway scene that you're mentioning, there's an episode of Victorious. This is going to sound so weird. But Kat is sitting down, and she's like, my brother so-and-so got shot by a clown once. And they're like, what? Yeah, he was on a subway. And I was like, what the hell? Like, if I can find that clip again, I had screen recorded it when I first saw it. It honestly sounds like she was describing the scene in The Joker. And I was like, what the hell? Like... That's crazy. That's a good choice, though. Uh, as your number five, you can get only those wait two for... clips and put it up for a TikTok. That's what I. That's what I did. Like, I mean, I had both of them, and I'm like, I need to throw this on to a site, uh, uh, side by side. I, I definitely, I got lazy, like always. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, good choice, man. That was that was really out the box because that was one of DC's um, more budget wise. Like they they made a lot of good money off of the Joker film. That was a success story for DC. Um, now let's get into number four. My number four pick goes to the fight scene at the end of Infinity War. Uh, the uh, the Avengers Infinity War. Like I'm not talking about like the whole fight scene when we see like um, you know Scarlet Witch uh, come down from protecting Sherry, and like Akoi says like where was she the whole time? You know like that that was um, really cool. We have um, you know, Captain America take on Thanos, we have, uh, Thor take on Thanos, the whole, you should have gone for the head, like, ah, like, every, like, we have Vision get his stone ripped out of the top of his damn head, so, that, um, just so memorable, even when they start to turn to dust, I remember crying like a baby, like, I'm done with crying, like, I was sobbing, I was like, what the hell, I was crying, I have a friend who was like, I went to go see that movie, and this lady was like, screaming crying as they like everybody turning to dust like dude it sounded like somebody stabbed her i was like oh my gosh i I fell for it but i mean some people express their you know love in different ways and that lady screams um but yeah that is my number five pick uh wait i said four pick my number four pick i'm sorry guys i'm reading my list i'm getting my numbers mixed up my number four pick goes to that that's really good pick um i want to pick it but then i was like i don't know i feel like you're gonna pick it I know, like, that one was a scene me and Tiff, uh, whenever it came out on Disney+, Plus, we 
rewatched that scene so many freaking times. And uh, it was it was a really beautiful scene, but I just didn't want to add it because I was like, okay, Manny will probably pick this. I want to stay, want to steer away from us picking the same stuff, even though I'm yeah. pretty sure at some points we will be picking the same stuff because you know there's, mm. you know, some of the great stuff. It's the reason that but, we do um, this podcast. Yeah, my number four pick is um, from Captain America's Civil War. The final uh, fight scene, um, Bucky and. Captain America taking on Iron Man. Um, oh, such that a good scene, fight scene, man. That scene was amazing. Oh, they whooped his ass. Everybody knows I'm a Captain America fan. I am too. If you're Team Iron Man, kiss my ass. Uh, uh, Nick's actually Team <laughs> Iron Man. But that movie is just so freaking amazing. Uh, I still love the one Soldier, but that one's a real close third. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that, yeah, that, that scene, the whole fight scene was great. Um, they, you know, use the shield on Iron Man and, like, just bounce it off. Dude, it's uh, dude, real amazing. I had some tears yeah. coming down my eyes, even though I don't Same. care about Iron Man. Same. Same. Dude, oh, my gosh. That's such a beautiful scene. He was so close to killing Iron Man, and he just, just didn't. Yeah, he's like, that's not your uh, shield. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... Uh, let me just explain something real fast about that fight scene to the, the haters who think Iron Man is um Iron Man was the winner there. Uh, oh, because he was getting double teamed. Iron Man's suit, even with the ability to mimic Captain America's moves, still got its ass whooped. Still got its ass whooped. So I do not care what y'all say at all. It's like when y'all argue, well, Iron Man would be a Batman. Well, yeah, take him out of the suit. Let's see, let's see that happen. Talking about Batman being trained by Raja Ghul. Like you wanna. Or Ray Shagul. Sorry, I don't want to use the fans. Like, no, like, Iron Man got his butt handed. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate Iron Man. I love Iron Man. We just stating facts. That man got slaughtered. Slaughtered in that film. Civil War is honestly a real good film. Because it did, um, it was Civil War in 2016, and it wasn't until 2018, no, 2019's Endgame, that Captain America and, um, uh, Steve Rogers spoke to each other again. I mean, Captain, Steve Rogers and fucking, um, yeah. Iron Man, Tony Stark like, spoke to each other again. Yes, so um, that's crazy. That's a really good choice, man. That was your number four pick, right? Yeah, number four. Four. Yeah, that was dude. That was good. That was really good. You, you because I made this. Um, I'm stupid, guys. I may go back in the future and talk about other fight scenes that I really love. Forgive me. There's just so much to work with when you watch these films. There's so many damn scenes. I, I, I my head tries to contain everything. Um. My number three pick. Um, yeah, my number three pick is uh, I'm gonna give it to No Way Home. Uh, I was stuck at choosing which fight scene I love the most in this film, uh, because I do really love. I'm gonna give an honorable mention to the fight scene with uh, uh, that's a neat trick. Uh, that sense of yours, Norman. Norman's on sabbatical, honey. <laughs> he's like, he fights Spider-Man. He's like, all the power. Uh, you have like, what's it called? Um, all the strength to have all the power, but too weak to take it. And completely whoops Spider-Man's ass in that scene. That was so freaking cool. Um, but the final scene, man. The final scene when we have all three Spider-Men like web together. I just, I, if my body, I had to do everything I could not to just pop. Like, I was like, ah, like, I felt like I was going to go Super Saiyan and destroy everybody in the theater. But, um, that by far, man, 
One of my favorite scenes. I will never get over it. I miss... I wish I could go back in time and just experience that for the first time. I wish I could do that. But, um... Yeah, that is my number three. The final fight. The final fight. Uh, seeing all their villains come together. I even went and watched the more fun version, which extends that scene. Um... That was really fun to watch as well, man. Um, but yes, that's my number three pick. Number, yeah, number three. Close to really, good, really good pick. I didn't pick no Spider-Mans in this one. Well, that's fine. But um, if I had to go back, if I were to ever be able to go back in time and revisit a scene for the first time again, it would definitely be my number one pick. But right now, number three. Talk to me. Uh, these two can switch. I'm about to switch them right now. Uh, we're going back to DC. Men of Steel. Oh, um, is it Zod? Is it Men of Steel had some great scenes, and I it's stupid that I've barely watched Men of Steel this year. Don't feel but bad. The movie is so freaking amazing, and I really do hope he comes back. Uh, Henry Cavill comes back to play Superman. That's what we want, man. We just want a Man of Steel too. That's all we yeah, want. That's that, all we've that, been crying for. Like, Dude, we need that. I don't know why it hasn't happened in fucking 10 I'm years. Saying, I'm saying. I just, it's but, stupid. Uh, Superman versus Zod, the final scene, like, it was just mind-blowing, amazing, great. And then, like, to end it off, the scene where he's just choking him and Zod's about to shoot uh, a laser to the family and Superman just snaps, yells. He's, like, crying. Him. He's crying while he snaps because he knows that's against everything that he stands for. He's like, I don't do this. But he knows at that moment that's that's the only choice. It's the only choice. Like, yeah, that fucking talking about it gave me chills right now. I should have looked at number two. Yeah. But <laughs> that that's... movie, that scene, that final fight scene was just amazing. I'm glad I, wa- I finally watched it and didn't wait mm-hmm. until we reviewed it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's my number three. That's a beautiful pick, man. I'm not even against that. That's a that's a glorious film too, man. It just sucks that uh Warner Brothers can't get their shit together, man. That's the problem. They just can't. Um don't get me wrong, Warner Brothers, if you want to sponsor us, I'm all for it. Uh or DC, I'm not talking down on you, but as a fan, come on. Kevin Smith is not the only person who has a say so. And Kevin Smith kisses ass half the time because he wants to keep his persona as as being like the, the comic guy. Um That was a beautiful choice, man. Tears. That movie gave me, like, hardcore, like, clenching my fist while I was watching it in the theater. Because that scene was just like, what the heck? Dude. Um, what's up? We could have picked any fight scene in any... Is it just movies or is it TV shows? Because if no. we open that Pandora's box for TV shows, like, there's so many I could have picked in Smallville. And, I was like, that's just... Smallville? Uh, but... Anyways, I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel you on that because there's one with Arrow where he faces uh, Ra's al Ghul and, 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 and he dies. <laughs> like, it's crazy. And that's how the season, uh, the season, uh, the mid-season finale ended. So me and my brother had to, like, wait, like, almost a month to find out if he is actually dead or not. I remember that being, like, the most stressful thing. Number two? Okay, yeah. So number, number two, uh, fight scene. Um, uh, and I feel bad, but... Um, yeah, my number two fight scene goes to uh, the last fight in Winter Soldier where Cappy, Cappy, where Bucky and Cap fight each other for the final time. Um, I'll, I'll jump in with you. That's my number two as well. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I, 
I remember like crying in the theater because he starts to let Bucky whoop his ass, and he's like, "I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight you. I'm not. I'm, I, I, you're my best friend. I love you." That just hit me so hard. And then like, whenever he's like, "You know who I am? I don't know you." Like that just, gosh, it really shows like the how bad Bucky was under that control, and just like how good of a friend Steve was to Bucky. Like that was, you know. I was his boy. Yeah. You know what um, I mean? So Captain America was like, I'm with you to the end of the line. Ah uh, That's such a gosh, man. I, I and then like it's just like, you know, falls out of it and then even afterwards Bucky rushes in to save him. Like I just um I just think that's such a gosh, it's such a beautiful scene. I, I freaking love that scene. Um That whole movie is amazing. But but dude, the winter scene insane, just, man. Chef's kiss. Winter Soldier is such a beautiful film. It's such a beautiful film, and I gave it so much praise. Uh, I, I can't get over that film. I I own it, but I shoot. I I I, I wish they released like a 4K steelbook version of that. I'd I'll buy it in a heartbeat. Buy a yeah, hell yeah, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. So, Marvel and the people at the distributing companies. No. So throw it out there. Once Soldier vs. Cap America, that's my number two. That's your number two. Yes. There's only one scene we both pick for each of us that topped that scene. That scene was amazing. I had shows talking about it as well right now. I like to uh-huh. talk about Superman. But, Manny, Mr. Fresh, what yes. is your number one scene, favorite all-time superhero fight scene? Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> no. <great>. No. <laughs> um, no, man. Uh, my number one scene is definitely from Avengers Endgame, but there is a twist on the scene that I chose. It's not so much the final Avengers assemble, which is, you know, it's not the so much the snap heard around the world the scene in question the one that i chose as my number one is when captain america thor and iron man take on thanos like that scene that's another one of those moments that i would love to go back in time and watch for the first time that scene was so freaking good because we get our top three dogs you know what i mean the ones that really stapled this universe together what we see on screen they get a go at him. And on top of that, we get to see Captain America holding Mjolnir. Like, people just assumed he could because, yeah, we know Cap's worthy. We saw in Age of Ultron how he kind of moved the hammer a bit, which was later confirmed that he knew he could lift it, but he didn't want to hurt Thor's feelings, so he didn't lift it. He just acted like it was too tough. But to see him use it, oh my god. And, and then just some of the ways they did, like... I think at one point he throws the hammer to hit the shield and the shield hits Thanos. I just think like that was so freaking good. You have Thor with Stormbreaker, you know, big boy Thor with the with the the hair. He had his hair in like like weird looking uh, way, but it looks so cool. We have Iron Man kicking ass like, ooh, and then like even when Cap picks up a shield and it's like the whole I can do this all day. You see where he's ripped, where he has to like his arms ripped open, where he has to like tighten the shield on it to close that gap that is my number one pick i love that scene it's beautiful um 
I screamed like a girl in theaters when I saw him. Like that whole scene, just chef's kiss, the chef's kiss, beautiful scene. That is my number one. That's my number one. I missed all the honorable mentions, but I'm mentioning another time. Now, Franco, you dig deep. You've gone through the realms of every superhero universe. And what did your what did you find on your journey that you thought was worthy of being numero uno? That was a, that was a great scene. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you and take from that movie. Okay. And the one that always gets me, always gives me chills every time I watch it. Just like Infinity War, me and Tiff have had that on repeat whenever it came on Disney Plus. It still gives me chills to this day. Watching it is the final fight scene. Mm, okay. Where that's a beautiful. Um, God, his, his name's left my mind right now. Um, uh, Falcon. Yeah, Falcon. Um, oh yes. All I can think of was his actual name, Anthony Mackie. But Anthony Mackie, Papa Doc. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Papa Doc. He comes down, like you know, on your left. On your left. Yes. And then they all come, and just the, the fine. That's the final moment. That's when everybody remembers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, everything led to that, and then that was like a little payoff. If you watched, uh, was it? Uh, it was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Right? Yeah, because that's and what he then, says on your left. Yeah, and then it, like that that whole scene, all of them coming together, all of them kicking Thanos and his army's ass, and yes, just amazing, beautifully shot. The heroes finally get it. They finally do it. They finally take down the big bad purple villain. Grimace. Grimace, and <laughs> it's just a beautiful scene, a beautiful way to end the 10-year, 12-year, what many ever years, uh, movies. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Honestly, uh, to, write, to write the coattails of what you're saying, uh, hardcore agree with you on that. I, I, loved, I loved that scene, too. Um, it's definitely up there with it again because we had like i don't want people to think i didn't love that scene i did cried whenever iron man died all of that got chills here and on your left scene yes i just wanted to uh i guess when i was going think of these scenes um was the more one-on-one action because because when we do get that huge avengers assemble they can't focus on everybody fighting at once you know so there's like scenes here scenes there scenes this scenes that you know what i mean so um i wanted to focus on that prime uh what's it called but yes when it comes to a close um just that was a beautiful scene i remember getting so hyped all of that made me so hyped and it comes in right where i left off with the whole him uh tightening his shield then the scene that's when the scene you know on your left and then you get the best moment in marvel mcu history not only does iron man die tony stark die we say bye bye to the big old tony stark we also get harold the duck (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, Howard the Duck, uh, uh, voiced by Seth Green. Yeah, voiced by Seth Seth Green. Yeah, he's um, he's in that scene, right? Yeah, he is. Because yeah, like there's, I forgot what in credit scene that he like originally popped up in. Um, yeah, but Seth Green's been voicing him for a while. Seth Green's part of the MCU. Oh my gosh, it's it's weird to say that out loud. <laughs> Seth Green is is part of the MCU. Um, yeah, man, but so... That's our top six Sinister list. Uh, next episode, we are reviewing 
X Men Two X United United We Stand or what was it? United X Two United. Uh, my will be my pick. I want to do the same concept, but with TV shows. Oh wow! Okay, man. So I want okay. I want to open Pandora's box and jump into TV shows. I don't know okay. that's the right word. Pandora's box. This is gonna. This is going. This is gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start digging, man. Just know this all top six down. is gonna be Smallville for me. Uh, <laughs> all Smallville's. Um. All right. But okay. now that that's done, we can jump into our movie today. Mm-hmm. Is Daredevil 2003. And uh, this is my first time watch. It's a first watch for me. And, um, you know, yeah, so it's a first time watch. I pulled it up real quick. You know, last week we, or uh, last episode we reviewed, uh, did the top six sensor list music. Yes, the music, yep. I forgot that was in it. De- Evanescence definitely deserves, uh, props to Evanescence, you're definitely in, uh, in there. Um, bring me to life. Um, I-, I remember after we finished that podcast, I said the same thing in my head. I was like, did we bring it up? Did I say it was an honorable mention? Did I ever cross it? I'm like, please, did I, did I say it? I, I must have said it. I know it's in Daredevil, but I was like, maybe it's not that song because they play two Evanescence songs in it. They play, oh, well, I'm going to spoil some of the thing, but they play two different Evanescence songs. So I was like, you know, wasn't sure. Uh, uh, here's the trailer we usually do. Are you here to confirm that Daredevil is responsible for this, Detective? There is no proof that Daredevil even exists. He can hear it before it makes a sound. He can sense it before it happens. He can vanish before you realize he's there. And he's the last person never expect. Police suspect the vigilante Daredevil was the one to bring the criminals to justice. I don't know why you read that trash. Do you want the truth? Tell me. She's hideous. Excuse me. I just wanted to get your name. Does every guy have to go through all this to find out your name? She tried asking for my number. I've been following that piece you wrote about the kingpin. How do you kill a man without fear? And the bodies in the man. Give me bullseye. That was mine. I hope justice is found here before justice finds you. How can you be a skeptic? If there's no eyewitness, I mean, you know, Bigfoot has eyewitnesses. Please. Another movie that shows everything. But one thing I want to point out, John Favreau. 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 Mm -hmm. Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan is in this movie. Foggy Nelson. Yeah, Foggy Nelson. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. 
But yeah. Daredevil 2003, the synopsis reads on IMDb, brought to you by IMDb. IMDb, if you ever want sponsors, you know, just slant to the DMs and let us know. A man blinded by toxic waste, which also enhances remaining senses, fights crime as an acrobatic martial arts superhero. It uh, was directed by Mark Steve Johnson. The screenplay was also written by Mark Steve Johnson. And it stars wow. Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Garner as Elektra. Colin Farrell as Bullseye. Michael Clark Duncan, RIP, as the Kingpin. Uh, John, John Favreau as Franklin Foggy Nelson. And uh, I think that's pretty much all you need to know. Yep. Uh, ba, 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 ba. That was uh, the cast crew synopsis. This movie, out of six Infinity Stones, if we we, we ready, right? We were ready first. Yeah. Um, yes. I think it's a little high, but the way I rate things is based off: Will I be able to rewatch it again? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was that I watched it with Tiff and Van that I enjoyed it, or mm-hmm. if I just enjoyed the movie as a whole. But I give this four and a half Infinity Stones. I would rewatch it. Now, now some things didn't live up to the test of time. Didn't live up to, you know twenty years later. But based off the the story, I don't know much about Daredevil. I don't know the comics. I don't know if that's the correct story. But I did care. I like the story. I like the acting. There's some cheese in it. Some cheese. But I, I still enjoy the film as a whole. There's definitely some case on this. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. I um, have the scenes that I absolutely love. Um, but because there is quite a few of the things that like... Uh, quite a few of the cheese. There's cheese here and there. Um, they, they made some decisions that I wasn't entirely happy with. Um, so out of six Infinity Stones, this is a rewatchable film. It's something that I would enjoy watching again. Um, but out of six, I don't want to be weird to this movie. You know what? It was still good. I think I'll give this film a solid three. I'm going to give it a three. Um, it's not, it's not, uh, um, again, because of the time. Uh, uh, it, you know, you, you can only do so much. I, I also hear that there's like a director's cut out there where um, a lot of people who didn't like this version say the director's cut is well worth watching. Don't know where that exists, but I'd lo- if y'all know, please let me know because I'd love to like also check it out. Um, but yeah, I, I give it a solid three. I, I had fun with this film. Uh, there, there is the cheese. There are things that I would have done differently that I, or, or like uh, scenes that I would have scrapped. Um, but I think, uh, for what it was, especially at the time, um, it was just, it, it was fun. Um, I do have a gripe with some of the overuse of CGI. Like, uh, um, they, they, I feel like in this case, they, because of what they had to have them do, but they took advantage of it. And I know for sure, cause there's like one scene where all he does is jump from like, a chair to like a table kind of and they use cgi i'm like you, you couldn't like no y'all had nobody on set to like just do that little jump you know so that's where um that's my grab is but no i give it i give it a solid three uh definitely rewatchable 
Uh, I did have fun watching this for a second time. And then there's so much cool stuff that now I look back and I'm like, wow. Um, uh, I, I enjoy it more as an adult because I understand it more as an adult. So three Infinity Stones is what you're going to get from me. Uh, Batfleck will forever be not, my favorite Batman. That's not bad. Speaking of Batman, though, I know he didn't play Batman until, what, 2017, 16? Uh, 16, yeah. So, 13 years prior to him playing Batman. Like, I don't know if they just saw Into the Future Ball and said, you know what? Let's throw a couple Easter eggs in here. Or if it's just fate. But the bar fight scene towards the beginning of the film, someone asks him, what does he want? Or something along the lines of that. And this motherfucker, in a deep voice, just like Batman... Justice. Say justice. <laughs> yeah. not, not only that. Yes. Yes. He also was like in a coffin, like a sleeping in a coffin or something. Oh, he sleeps in a, like a deprivation tank, kind of like that. Uh, okay. It, that it, blocks it that like all sound. To me. Oh, because so like, yeah, the way it goes, it opens like, up. Yeah. Like what the fuck, Batman vampire? And then yeah, <laughs> towards the ending, I want to say the the last fight scene with Bullseye. They're both uh, at the church, I think. I think it's at the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has them. He's, I think they're both choking each other. And then bats fucking fly. Oh, yeah. They comes out of the uh, the, the the organ the organ player or whatever you call that thing. Uh, yeah. And, like, and all the bats fly out. And I was like, oh, shit. There comes the origin story. I don't know who Mark Steven Johnson is, the director. I don't know what he's directed. I don't know if he can see, you know, into the future 13 years later. Like, oh, this guy's going to play Batman. Let me. Yeah. Throw some Easter eggs in here for some of these bitches, but yeah. like, I was just cracking up with that, and I I think that's what made me enjoy the film more. Just seeing seeing that stuff, even though you know, obviously, they didn't know at the time. He wrote Ghost Rider and Elektra. Oh really? Yeah. Did he write Batman? No, no Batman on his list. <laughs> oh, he did Simon Birch as well. Okay, cool. And then Ghost Rider, oh, and he was an executive producer on Spirit of Vengeance. Jack Frost, he wrote. Directed in Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back. Oh, wow! Jack Frost with Michael Keaton, who was also Batman. Look at this man. Oh. Secretly, secretly a fan of Batman. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I saw those. Um, like, the movie was enjoyable for a first time watch. I did watch it last week, like the first hour, and mm-hmm. I was watching it. I enjoyed it. I just wasn't fully invested. I was on my phone. And I was like, you know, I need to get off my phone and be fully into it so I can know it. But yeah. uh, I just couldn't uh, give it that time, so I put on something else for my daughter. Mm-hmm. But really enjoyed it. I can't think of the top of my head. I didn't write it down. I can't think of the top of my head what my favorite scene was. I did mm-hmm. enjoy I want to say one of the beginning. He's chasing uh, someone in the subway. Oh, that's such a beautiful scene. And uh, the dude's like, oh, he falls into a train tracks. Oh, dude, yes. His line saying the light at the end of the tunnel, that's no heaven. See the light at the end of the tunnel? That that's isn't heaven. The, that's the C train. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. That was really enjoyable. He kills. <laughs> I thought that was badass. I didn't notice that as a kid. I didn't notice that as a kid. Well, it's because you didn't see the scene. Like, it just... 
right yeah, but even then, it didn't click. It didn't even click after we see the crime scene. The only thing I remember from that crime scene is just the the, the daredevil symbol. Yeah. He, which is funny. He leaves a call card. <laughs> it's like, I did this. Um, um, but 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 yeah, dude, that was um. What I was I thought what I was gonna say about that scene, that subway scene. Uh, oh yeah, I also understand so much more why um. The whole the the I didn't understand why the father died when I was a kid. I didn't understand that at all. Oh I yeah. Like, I don't, I, I, but now that I'm older, I'm like, oh okay. He was paid to throw a fight that he didn't throw because in the process of throwing that fight, he'd have to show his son failure, and they were kind of in this like, no, we're only gonna go up from here. Like we're gonna push ourselves. We can do anything. So I thought that was like really depressing. I was like, dude, Did, that's um, look, look at him. When his um son caught him beating up that dude. Yeah. Before he goes blind, did did he look like Matt Damon to you or uh, Mark Wahlberg? I mean, did he look like Mark Wahlberg? No, I, yeah. no, I that, that guy has such a distinct face that I I only see that guy when I look at him. But like, so I didn't. could have. I mean, just that that one scene where he's looking at him like he he's about to punch the guy. You gotta run away, okay? It, Come it back, like, okay? Yeah. Mark, Wahlberg. Like Mark Wahlberg. We're <laughs> jumping Bumblebee. Um. What? Oh yeah, so he's an orphan, and then he's an orphan as Batman. So <laughs> that's another connection. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, um, I guess what was the first thing we do? Like we're gonna get into the 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 our favorite uh, scenes. Is that what we're, favorite scenes, we're going and with? Then we'll jump into the least favorite, which I mean I'm pretty sure there's a lot okay. of stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's right. That, that's um, my only. Uh, I think at the top of my head, my least my favorite scene. I can't really. I, I love that. I love that scene too. That that was really uh, good. I guess the the bullseye where he's um chasing Electra's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene, I did like that scene. Um, Daredevil makes a miss, and then he's just over here. I never nobody miss. makes me miss. Yeah, nobody makes me miss. I'll do it free. I'll yeah. do it free. And uh, that scene was pretty cool too. Uh, the CGI in it. Yeah, very wonky. Complete <laughs> trash. <laughs> like yes. whatever. We can jump to at least favorite scenes already, I guess. But or unless you have, you have any other favorite scenes? Oh yeah, yeah. My my favorite scene. Uh, there 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 are two. Um, the the bar fight scene is by far one of my favorite scenes in that in that film. Uh, I think it was just so well done. The way he's hiding in the shadows, the way the guy says, "What is that?" He comes down, and you actually see a bunch of hand to hand combat in that scene. Like it was the only use of CGI is when he would jump, but all the rest was just hand to hand combat. I thought that was like completely badass. Um. The fact that like he goes after the people that uh, deserve like to be punished because the justice system fails, um, and then I, I thought this is so it's weird because I see where the director was going now and the picture he wanted to create, but the fact that it starts off with him holding the cross um, and coming down, of course you know only so much CGI and green screen could be used at that time, but I have a feeling scenes like that really hit hard. Like that scene, I compare it to Spider-Man Three when he's sitting in the rain by the cross right before he takes off the symbiote that it's just falling down on him i think these directors were working with what they had at the time to paint a really cool picture and for me him holding the cross it shows that he's daredevil and at the same time it shows that he's a um a man of faith you get what i'm saying and and comics wise catholicism and faith play a much bigger role in matt murdoch's life you see a much better portrayal of his faith in the series uh, the daredevil series um but uh i just i i love that i even love when he comes down like he's he's using his uh stick to 
kind of string himself down before he lets it go, falls, and then, you know, the father comes up and helps him. Those are some of my favorite scenes in the movie. I just thought they were, like, uh, really fun to watch, especially the bar fight scene. Uh, the train scene, you took that right out of him. I, I loved that scene, too. I thought that was cool. I remember after watching I was like, this, this motherfucker kills. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? He kills. Okay, I'm for it. Um, but no, I, I'm sorry. Not only that, but the fight scene against Wilson Fist, the kingpin, at the end, which... Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't want to go too long. I'm sorry. Um, I love Vincent D'Onfrio as the kingpin that we have now. I think he portrays such a... Like, if you've watched the Daredevil series, Vincent D'Onfrio completely owns this role. But I think for the time being, Michael Clark Duncan was the perfect choice to play Wilson Fisk in Daredevil. I didn't understand it as a kid. I remember being like, wait, the kingpin looked a lot different in the animated Spider-Man series I grew up on, you know what I mean? But now that I was able to watch it as an adult, I was like, dude, no, this guy's badass. Um, especially when Daredevil, like, first of all, not only was he cool and shit, uh, uh, Wilson Fisk, and he just plays it so nonchalant. Like, Michael Clark Duncan, it feels like he just got on set and played himself. Not that he's mean, he seems like a very genuine man, but you get, you get the point, and rest in peace, brother. But um, uh, when Daredevil cracks his legs, oh my gosh, Dude, that scene stuck with me as a kid. It still got me. Like, the way he, like, kicks on both legs outward, and he's like, ah! And right before he kills him, he's like, oh, I'm not the bad guy. You know what I mean? So, that he was... Um, no, he doesn't kill him. Right before he does, he doesn't kill him. And he's like, I'm not the bad guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, my Clark Duncan was perfect. Um, I don't want to get into what's going on right now about the uh, Disney that movie, but Mark Clark Duncan was perfect to play him, and I think Mark mm-hmm. Clark Duncan was amazing. Was an amazing actor. Uh, yeah. Whenever I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, he plays plays Kingpin. This is awesome." His acting, that that one on one fight scene in the ending, that that fight scene yeah. was really good. Yep. I I was like, I think about adding that to my list, but I was like. Pfft. I keep adding <laughs> stuff from that we're watching. That I'm like, I don't know. They're definitely an honorable mention. Um, yeah. That's a good fight scene, especially when he picks up Daredevil and throws him against the damn wall. Like, it's just, it's it's cool as hell, man. That was, oh, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, man, definitely. If, you, if y'all never seen this, a lot of people, it's funny. I saw on TikTok that people didn't even know that Ben Affleck was Daredevil at one point. And I was like, what the actual, like, how do y'all, what the, f-? you know. And so, um, if you're a newcomer to the to the Marvel Universe, you've probably never seen this film, go, go watch some of this stuff, man. It's really cool to see this world that existed outside of the MCU uh, when directors just kind of had free reign because Marvel was really trying to get their, you know, get their name out there because they had, you know, if it wasn't for Blade, the franchise was, poof, you know what I'm saying? So, like, watch movies like this. It's real fun to see, like, these directors had free, like, you're not going to see Daredevil kill in in newer Marvel films. You're, you're not going to see that. They won't show it, you know, but... The fact that you get to see it in this one, it's badass. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, Th- those are those are some of my favorite scenes, by far. Now let's crack it open. What's the gripes? The least favorite? The plot holes? First off, I want to say he was the son of a boxer. His dad. His nickname was the Devil or something. Jack the, the Devil Murdoch. Yeah, Jack the Devil Murdoch. And his son goes blind. 
you know, I understand having a secret identity and everything, but I feel like th- he wasn't a known boxer, wasn't like very well known. Mm-hmm. But even like locally, you can like I feel like you could look that up at the time and oh, you know, hey, Matt Murdock's dad went by the devil. There's this new guy calling himself Daredevil. Matt Murdock. Why well, Daredevil? I don't think was known as being blind until the fight, until you got fighting with him and everything. But still, I feel like you know, look a little suspicious right there. Well, wait, well, they don't know he's blind though. Yeah, that, that's people why don't I know that Daredevil's like, blind. It, it's not until you fight him and everything. But 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 it's also a reoccurring joke in the comics that Matt Murdock has basically told everybody he's Daredevil. So it's been it's been caught. Like it's like a uh, people say like it's a reoccurring like theme that so many people know who Daredevil is, and it's like oh okay. So, definitely, I, I get where you're coming from, two and two together, and then the comics were like, yeah, we know. So, <laughs> it's definitely out there. Um, did you have any least favorite scenes, scenes that you didn't like in this film? CGI. Yeah, the CGI was wonky. Was I, terrible. Yeah. But I'm sure, you're, I'm sure you're about to go into it, so I'll let you take the free rant. Yeah, I'm just going to go on this mini rant, okay? So, some of the things I didn't like, um, I, guess, I guess the park fight scene with Elektra... As a kid, I thought it was badass, and then I was like, you're not supposed to grab a girl. Like, whatever, he's like, wait. And then he, like, grabs her hand, I'm like, whoa. Like, dude, yeah, that means to kick your ass. That It seems so off-character to me, too, because I know that it's supposed to drive the story. But I'm like, man, Matt Murdock's kind of an asshole. Like, no, I want you. You're going to, you know. And so it was just kind of weird. Like, they have this whole, you know, they have this whole fight scene, and it's just one of those, like, Okay, like I, I, and I get that it was supposed to show that Electra can fight, and that there's more to her character, which is so funny because the green context they used for Electra Nacios is uh, you won't find on a human being at all with those, that colored eyes. But again, it's excusable because this is a superhero film. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was one thing I didn't like. Okay, here's the funniest thing that I I found in this film is like. Uh, whenever Kingpin tells uh, Colin Farrell to kill um, uh, Daredevil, he's like, yeah, one condition. I want a costume. And then the costume looks exactly like what he's been wearing the whole film. I was like, there's... I, I was like, this... It doesn't look too different from what you were already wearing. He asked for a costume, and then his costume's like, genuinely the same thing. And I love Colin Farrell. I do. Uh, it's just, like, one of the things he keeps doing in this film is, like, he grabs, like, the side of his his jacket and he'll go, like, it's a cape. Like, constantly, like, goes, and I was just, like, I don't, I, I guess, like, they wanted to incorporate that that had something to do with his villain arc. Like, oh, this is what villains would do when they turn around. They grab their little jacket and they do that. So, I mean, that was some of the cheese I saw in, in the film. It was, it was just things like that. Some of the things that... Uh, that Bullseye did, but then again, I, I, I Bullseye pissed me off. Uh, like Colin Farrell played the role to where I was like, I hate this son of a bitch. It was still cool, you know, like the the peanuts and he kills uh, the old lady, um, kills the dude with the freaking uh, pins. Another thing is, then we talk about the wonky CGI. Is whenever like I thought it was cool because he need, he runs out of things to throw at Daredevil, so he like jumps on the 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 stained glass window and cracks it goes through it and then he's catching all the pieces which look way too big and like he's like holding each one in both hand in both hands and then they're there and he's like and i'm just like wait when what dimension does this make any sense 
You understand? I understand when he did the whole gambit thing where he threw the card at Electra's neck and it slices her a bit, which was cool because I'm like, oh, okay, it's to it's to wound. He's playing around with his, you know, it's a predator playing with his prey. You know what I'm saying? So I I get that. Uh, those are just some of my least favorite scenes, though. I just didn't like. I just uh, uh, you know, again, the CGI they overused it as I said before. One scene where all Daredevil does this jump, they use CGI for it. Don't understand it, but yeah. Um, I put that down as uh, some of my least favorite scenes were uh, those. There. I really hated that scene where he did to get the stained glass. And, yeah. Like, yeah, both hands, and then, uh, the right hand, he threw, and like they all went one by one by one. I'm like, how did yes. you, you throw them all together? Why aren't they all? <laughs> and then the next scene, and you know, he's uh, Daredevil's uh, dodging them, and the next scene, you see him. Going like that one by one, I'm like okay, and see now that makes sense. One by yes, one. Yes, the one, the one. If you have them and you were doing that, it makes sense. But the f you have two handfuls and you just did that with the, f you know. And then they, they they were doing all that, like the whole Daredevil when he's doing that reminded me of the Spider-Man one fight scene with the Green Goblins throwing the gliders, the, yeah. the excuse me, the glider bombs, because he's like dodging all of them too. And I was like, okay. The the CGI I didn't like was um, with the the where Bullseye's killing the Electro's father and. You know, Daredevil and um, Bullseye are going at it. Uh, Daredevil's running. Bullseye's uh, driving his motorcycle. Yeah. And then, like, Daredevil, like, jumps and does a flip. Or one of them does yes. a flip. And, just, like, I saw him, like, dude, I do not like this at all. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, you see it, too, when they're, like, fighting, like, when they fall off because of the bats. Like, it's just two CGI bodies, like, jumping around the church. You get what I'm saying? That's the thing that like bothered me because like you could see it too because it looks like a PS2 game, like the, yeah. <laughs> you know I feel like I was playing a PS2 game. So I, I agree with you on that. There's just some uncalled for use of CGI in this film. Yeah. Uh, you have any other least favorite scenes? Uh, I think as far as what I can remember right now, that's a that's about it. Um, All right. Uh, I guess we're getting to taglines, and the tagline in this movie is a guardian devil. Instead of a guardian, wow, that's such a play on words. Uh, the only one I had written down was uh, the train one that he said, "That's no heaven, that's sea train." Yeah, <laughs> that that's I love that I love that line, but that stuck with me. Um, the one that I had in my head was whenever um, it's weird because I'm pretty sure it says it different in the film. In the trailer, it says, "How do you kill a man with no fear?" But in the movie, I think he says, "How do you cheat?" A man with no fear and then the response is by putting the fear in him like i thought that was like that would be my tagline because the whole point of daredevil is the man without fear but the premise of this film is how do you cheat that how do you cheat a man with, with no fear you know uh, yeah they have eight different taglines in this movie like you know on imdb one yeah. of them is uh he is the man without fear and another one is a uh, man without hope is a man without dot 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 Oh. So. Uh, Justice is blind, so is he. It's kind of rude. <laughs> Justice is blind? Wow. When Justice is blind, it knows no fear. Take the dare. What the? I dare you. Remember the kid tells him that? Okay. Oh, another thing is like. Kid. Last episode, we, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode prior, we talked about you getting jumped. Was it on? Was it on? I think it was on. Uh, we're on podcast. You getting jumped by some kids. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids wanting to jump people in packs. I don't like, get it, dude. That I did. I talked about how I got like beat up by that kid, and the crowd of all of his friends were surrounding me. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh, when he's a kid, before he's blind, like it's these three bullies fucking with them. Like, why? Why do y'all want to like team up on him? Like, it's stupid. I mean, <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna beat us. Like, yeah, there's five of y'all. There's one of them. Yeah, dude. Like, there's like a me. lot of you. Of course, I'm not gonna win. Yeah, and then uh, I, I did like the scene where he uh, they come back when he's blind and shit, and he just whoops. Yeah, that. he beats the absolute shit out of them. Yeah, that movie. He uses his stick too. Yeah. Yeah, and then, which was the perfect way to introduce Stanley as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. The, the the, yeah, I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then uh. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that was yeah. Those were the that's the tagline that I had. We just read Justice is Blind. That's a. Oh lord. We're gonna switch uh. this up. Um, we're gonna throw these two in first. Fancast. Uh, he's ready. What's the actor's name again? Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Would you keep? I, I I can't I can't I that's that I love Charlie Cox man. Okay. I, I love uh, I love the Daredevil series so I uh I I can't see anybody else playing Daredevil now. Um, I liked his portrayal of in Spider Man uh, from what no, I've seen it, and all that. But yeah, if if you ever get the chance and you just want to watch uh the first Daredevil season, it's a slow start, but the second and third really pick it up. And again. In this movie, it's weird because he talks about his faith here and there, but they don't show it too much. So when he goes into the to like confess and stuff, like you see a little bit, but like when you watch the series, his Catholicism and his like basically, it shows how they raised him after uh, after his father's death. You get what I'm saying? So there's so much more, which would have been cool to like know that that's why he's so close to the Catholic faith. That's why this is a man who struggles with his faith because sometimes in comics you don't know where these. Uh, characters stand as far as if they believe in God, if they don't. I mean, you hear Captain America say, there's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. You know, you hear him say that in the first Avengers movie. But um, you have Matt Murdock here. Uh, it's just so freaking cool, in my opinion, um, the way the faith plays a role in it. And if you watch the series, uh, Charlie Cox just has, like, this tremendous way of uh, playing both Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Plus, you get cool-ass fight scenes. He fights Punisher in the second season. We get like Bullseye in the third season. Like it's 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 Kingpin he gets to fight Kingpin in all, all three seasons. Just so badass, man. So Charlie Cox is my ne never knew I it was he was a no name when I saw him play the and I just I love that. I love when no names come in, take up a role, and they just body the character. So that's where I stand. You? I'd keep him uh, from what I've seen of him. Uh, he's a good portrayal and everything. I do need to see the series though. But um, he's already in the MCU. Yes. Ever. This variation. I would honestly love to see at one point Happy Reveal say that, you know, he used to go by Foggy at one point. Or in the, in the multiverse, remember, there could be more, yeah. like, him in another universe, he's uh, Foggy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, like, we pull a Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, which everybody thought was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. People thought... Ben Affleck had been approached. They were saying things like, Ben oh, Affleck yeah. was approached to reprise his role, and uh, uh, Nicolas Cage was approached to reprise his role as Ghost Rider, and all of that was just bullshit uh, fan stuff that yeah. never came I, to see I would love to see it, though. Yes. So I yeah, I would. I think that'd be badass. Um, and he could pull up, like, Tell me, do you bleed? And it's like, oh, wait, he just said a Batman line in the Marvel Universe. 
as he's Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, he already said it in one movie. Yeah, just let it happen. Justice. Justice. Like, and then uh, we're going to end it with everybody's favorite segments of this podcast. And that is Manny's P-H-I-G-H-T yes. fight list. Mm. Yes. Uh, oh, where, I'm going to get to the reviews real fast. Huh? Let us see. I'm going to get to the reviews real fast. So uh, reviews, see all of our reviews. Then I hit, um, well, actually, no, I could just hit one. One, uh, this was posted. Oh, and then we say we usually do the date, right? Uh, yeah. Review date. Um, let me see. Refine by review date. Okay. 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 This so. movie hurt me physically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was twenty twenty one, but there's also one in twenty twenty two. Um. So I think I'm gonna. Okay, this is pretty long, so I'm gonna go with this one. Um. Remarkably bad. One out of ten stars. I'm impressed that such a large budget was turned into such a cheap-looking and badly performed film. It starts with some dull scenes involving the young Matt Murdock and actually manages to get worse when we meet Matt again in adulthood. I suppose you have to forgive the usual superhero shtick where a normal man, Affleck's Murdock, who is blind, seems to acquire super athleticism alongside the hyper-turned senses, but that's the least of the film's problems. I already have a problem with you. You're watching a fucking superhero film. Did it make sense when Tobey Maguire got bit by a spider and ends up with a six-pack? No, it doesn't. You're watching a superhero film. David, you're watching a superhero film. David, you're watching a superhero film. Dumbass. The performance was almost universally dreadful. Affleck is charmless and smug as usual. Pharaoh was clearly inspired by Patty O'Brien, Dr. Evil's Irish henchman. And Michael Clark Duncan is just a very large man. No, Michael Clark Duncan played that role perfectly, you dumbass. But you know what? All you see is big dude on the screen. You're already intimidated by the fact that Matt Murdock got physically good looking. So I can tell as soon as he saw Michael Clark Duncan, he was probably like, I'm a fat dude. They're fat shaming by having Michael Clark Duncan look like a large man in this film. As he wipes Cheeto dust from his beard. And I'm, that's coming from a fat dude. So I can say that. I'm dogging on you, David, because I already know you. You're, you probably think people are fat phobic. Um... I think Jennifer Gardner was trying to act, but her character arc, falling in love with her stalker, is ridiculous. Again, yeah, this is definitely a Gen Z. As soon as you say stalker, all because some man thought a girl was pretty. Do people not realize that before cell phones and shit, like in a time where media wasn't as big, where you couldn't just get on Tinder and look up a date or swipe right on a person, you have to find ways to reach out to them? Do people not realize that that was a thing? Because that was the thing back then. Back then, if you liked a girl, you either wrote her a note in class or found some way to get her best friend to tell her because you didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have it. Okay, so, uh, yeah, this has Gen Z written all over. I'm probably right, too. I I'm probably right. Unless they're not Gen Z and they're a millennial, but a millennial who, like, I'm for the cause. Shut up. Um, not you, Franco. This idiot. Um, is ridiculous. Uh, it's clearly going for a comic book look yet, which actually was pretty cool. Uh, uh, with lots of angled camera shots and contrasting colors, but the fight scenes that aren't straight copies of the Matrix are concealed in shadows. If you had a trouble seeing most of those fight scenes, you need to get your eyes checked. Plus, there's this really cool thing that you could do on your screens now where you could brighten up the brightness so you could see these dark scenes that you probably have trouble with seeing. Believe me, um, watching House of Dragon, I have to do that. So, you know, 
Or just watch it in a dimly lit room. It's not going to kill you. Um, <clears throat> Daredevil beats up a bar full of bad guys, and all you can actually see is him sliding down a banister. Actually, wrong. I saw every single person. You're like, I just gave praise to that fight scene. If I couldn't see him fighting, I would have said this fight scene sucked. I just gave praise to a fight scene. Dude, get your eyes checked. My eyesight's not even that good, and I saw all of that shit. And I thought that was pretty funny, too, whenever he uses the guy to, like, go down the banister with. Like, he, like, jumps on top of him and uses him, like, to slide. Wait, no, does he do that? It's something along the line. He beats up a dude and then slides down the banister. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, the script is cliched and lacks any kind of verbal maturity. At least you can follow the story. It's really very simple, which is not always the case with comic book adaptations. The rock hip-hop soundtrack includes big hits from the early 2000s, but contributes, contributes to the general dated feel of the film. It's a movie made in 2003, fucker. If you watch the trailer, which we just did, use the same damn... Like, dude, like, I, I... Not bad enough to be a guilty pleasure, just plain bad. Wrong, David. You're on my fight list. You're probably a Gen Z. You're an idiot because you're... I, I can't... This is what I can't stand. People who judge movies based on shit that they had no control over. You can't control the use of some CGI. You can't control the use. You have to work with what you had. That's like me talking shit about CGI using an 80s film. An 80s film. Where CGI wasn't even really big. Sometimes you have to look past that. Uh, you know what? Here. I'll give you I'll give you this. Corridor Crew. For those of y'all who watch YouTube, go watch Corridor Crew. Those guys are VFX artists, and they do these sit-downs where they actually sit sometimes with people that worked on the VFX or stuntmen. They've had a bunch of stuntmen and stuntwomen that have worked on Marvel projects and DC projects uh, where they break down good and bad CGI in films. And they've, they shed a new light on how I see CGI because sometimes what these people had to go through when they were using older films, it's just crazy ridiculous. So to get what we got was a treat. You know what I mean? Because of what they had to work with. Um, David, you end up on my fight list. I want to get so mad at you, but you, you sound like... I, I just... How do we see their other reviews? I used to go on their profile. They gave um, Napoleon Dynamite one star. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Uh, I'm clicking on the name. It's not doing anything. What is... How do I... It's the name, right? Yeah, the name. Honestly, it's nothing worth really even looking at. All right, I'm going to... Because I can't get there. Yeah, it's not letting me click the name for some reason. Um, yeah, no, David... David, I can't even see. David Dolly NY NX and what, whatever your name is. You end up on the fight list. I'm not going to give you so much of my energy. You're just dumb. I, I cannot, guys, I cannot stand when, when movies are judged on stuff that they had no control over. And in this case, I agree. Me and Franco talked about it. There is bad CGI. There's CGI when they shouldn't have used it. We talked about how Blade had a way of using it when it was necessary. Using it on scenes that the, the humans possibly couldn't do. They needed CGI. And yes, it may have looked bad to you, but guys, we're so spoiled with the CGI that we have now. You can have Luke Skywalker appear in a Star Wars film, and it's not even Mark Hamill. We're just using CGI to make this character. Like, the, 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 we've become so spoiled that we dog on things like that. David, you make my fight list. I will kick your ass if I see you in the streets. I will. I will. Or maybe not. Or maybe you'll gang up on me with a bunch of friends, and uh, I'll get my ass whipped again. Maybe that'll happen, but you're on the fight list. Okay, so you made it. That is that is the segment, guys. Uh, to close it out, F.
F you, David. F you. Fuck you, David Allen. X, Y, Z. Yeah, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> that's, um... That's our episode. That is. That, that is it. That's our episode. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for watching. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. We are at 1.3K right now. Uh, thank y'all so much for subscribing, for listening, for watching, showing support. Our next episode will be hopefully in two weeks. We'll review X-Men 2 United. And um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Rastlin Tacos. That's W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N T-A-L-K-O-S Rastlin Tacos. I do wrestling content. I do clips, highlights, full matches, and other stuff on this YouTube channel. Y'all can subscribe. Y'all catch a whole bunch of your content. Mondays, the Moon Podcast Live every day, every Monday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays is, is uh, Taco Tuesday or Taco Thursday. I put up full matches. Every Wednesday night is Friday the 14th podcast. They review horror movies every Wednesday around 7 or 8. Mm. Every other Friday is Deep Dive to the Upside Down, where my lovely wife and one of my good friends, Drew, review Stranger Things. Every other Saturday is another wrestling interview or wrestling podcast with us where we talk wrestling and review a different wrestling review or talk to an indie wrestler. And every other Sunday, you can catch me and my lovely co-host over here reviewing another lovely Marvel movie. Yes. Um, as Franco said, go, yeah, go subscribe to everything that Franco just said. All the content that Wrestling Tacos puts out, uh, and most of what Productions puts out, is just so beautifully crafted. And um, I've been a supporter for years. Love everything the team does. Uh, and if you want to follow me, I'm giving y'all right now at Fresh TV 217. That's P H R E S H TV 217. You can follow me on Instagram. That's where I post updates and stuff. I'm getting my uh, TikTok in order, so bear with me because I want to post a lot of toy hunts and stuff like that on there. Um, but again, as always, thank y'all for the subscribes, for the likes, for the comments. It means the world. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us speak and speak and speak and speak. Love y'all. Be safe. Have a good night, and don't be David. Thank you. Oh, and if y'all want to watch Daredevil, it's uh, streaming on HBO Max. I yes, that. go um, watch it. But yeah, thank y'all. I had something else in my head. Oh, our 1K subscriber video is now up. If you Ooh. want to see me wearing a dress downtown in Corpus and seeing the reactions, you can go to our channel. You're already here watching. Click it. There's a video that says 1K sub celebration. You can catch me, Mr. Fuentes, my lovely wife, and a friend of our of the channel, um, Girl Gilla, wearing dresses downtown. Yeah. We did a 30 minute, 40 minute, 45 minute, somewhere around there downtown uh, a couple weeks ago. Shortened down to six minutes. Probably some of the best editing I've ever done. So go watch it. Even if you don't want to see me in the dress, 
It's only six minutes. Go go click on it, watch it, like it, unlike it, and then re-like it and comment and down below. Maybe when we hit 2K, 3K, 4K, 5K, 6, 7, 8, 10K, we'll do something else. Y'all comment down below if y'all want to see us do something else funny. And maybe we'll throw out the suggestion. Maybe we'll do it for 2K, which... I mean, based off how we're going, 1.3k right now, I feel like should be by tomorrow. Oof. Kidding. Let's but go. Should be soon. <laughs> so go watch the video. Go share it. Go show everybody. Comment down below if you want to see us do something else at 2k or at 5k. Those will probably be the next two celebrations. Thank y'all for the support. It means so much. And we'll catch y'all guys in the next one. Peace. Yes. <laughs>